Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Hello, Dad. I'm in jail. Hello, Dad. I'm in jail. Hi, Dad. I'm calling you from jail. So I have to know Texas what was the lead-in. You go ahead. Pri- go prior ahead. prior to the fade in, what were you talking about? We were saying about Barry sucking all of our fans' dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock. So you're saying Barry's dick wasn't that remember- memorable? <laughs> and so a rift in the comedic time continuum opens up and pulls Jeff to the future where he asks. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. When's anymore. Barry going to suck the dick? <laughs> I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Vlar. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. Good to have you aboard. Thanks for listening. Gentlemen, (laughs) there's big news on this couch. Yeah, Paul, the terrible artist. <laughs> God, you're, you're just, horrible. You're, dumb, news? you're dumbstruck by the facsimile being so <laughs> realistic. Oh, yeah. It's like looking in a mirror, right. but with pigs and pinto beans with mustaches. Not a pinto bean. <laughs> well, it is kind of a pinto What is bean. it? Yeah, it's kind of like I was like it's a it's a it's a cowboy slash Mexican. Oh, hold on, okay. So I told Paul my news, and uh, which I'll get to in a second. And Paul drew this picture, and I think it's me because it's I'm the only long-haired person he draws. And you're wearing a concert. And it's like he drew me bald, but then drew hair over it, like it looks like hair plugs, right? It's like hair plugs, and then I don't have a mouth. I've got this. Jello-y, wavy, gaping wound in my face. Oh, and that's, I have, that's how Paul thinks of it. Yeah, well, that's just yeah. a wound. And I got this stubby right arm. It's useless for... New- well, you, you kind of... <laughs> Your right arm is stubby. <laughs> I don't have four... I don't have four fingers. <laughs> four, three those, fingers those, and a thumb. Those aren't fingers. Those are nubs. That's a lectodactyly. That's a, that's a serious problem. <laughs> <laughs> Google that shit. <laughs> Let me see. It looks just like you. Oh. <laughs> Pass anyway, it around. He's got the teeth down. I want, you know what? Got, I want. Like, I want the vote. I want to vote. I want right. people to look at it and tell me what they think. Oh, it. Pass it around. And it's going to yeah. be up on the site at some point. Anyway, it's relevant because apparently I'm moving to Texas. Yes. Barry yeah. moves to Texas. A new children's book the coming to you. The things we do for love. The, the things we yeah, do for love. Yeah, uh, Deb got a job in Texas, <laughs> and we just found out about this, and so I must move to Texas. Fortunately, I get to keep my job, and uh, so I'll be working from home, and I'll be very lonely. Um, You're going to telecommute? Yeah. Uh, you gonna Skype with us? Yes, if I can, but I don't know about the, the podcast, because Skype podcasts don't always come out so great. Um, but the hard thing is, I don't know anyone out there, so I'm going to go where all lonely geeks go, to geek shops, and find people to show me this damn city. Of course, geeks aren't always the most social people, so I'll also have to go to, you know, bars that I like. And I know I'm going to find, I know I'm going to walk into the wrong bar, they're all going to look at me and go, Hey, ain't no Mexicans around here! And I'm going to turn right the fuck around before I get beat up. So all our Houstonian uh, listeners, send in the comments at uglycouchshow.com. The comments? The comments. The comments. <laughs> comments is what we do. Oh, the farmer cow-mints. and the comments should be friends. <laughs> now, Mike says he knows some, he's been to Houston and he knows I, people from I'm Houston. I'm from Texas. I hate Houston. Oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, don't let that 
deter you, I'm sure you'll have a great you time. Don't let the sun <laughs> go down on you. Don't let that deter you, he says, with a straight face. Even after saying to me before the podcast, man, it's like the armpit of Texas. It's like Texas shit. It's the asshole. It's the asshole, asshole of Texas. Texas. There that, it is. That Texas Someone... flushes into the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah. But is it like Ciudad Juarez over there? Is it like crazy bad? No, it's not. I mean, it's a, it's a very big city. And it's got all the problems that very big cities have. Sure. Where most of Texas, even big cities, like San, I'm from San Antonio, we still have a small town feel. Austin only has like 600,000 people. Yeah. You know, and most of those are college students. Yeah, so my brother lives out in cool. Austin. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. Slow going. Uh, Dallas is another like really big town that, that I mean, D- Dallas is really big, but you still have a lot of, uh, everyone owns a ranch in Dallas, so that's great. <laughs> but Houston I've is. I've never ridden a horse. Don't worry, they don't, they, you know. They, they don't make you. They don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not a requirement to enter the city. Yeah, All is. I know about That's Texas, the horse force I law. from family guy. It's the driving license laws. <laughs> the horse force. Yeah. Dr- driving test, you have to buck right. right and left. Okay. You great. have to parallel park a horse. <laughs> All I know about Texas, I learned from family guy test. and Red Dead Redemption. So, <laughs> well, then you're fine. You're yeah. Go. <laughs> Just make sure you put Barry on a gelding. Otherwise, he will suck that horse's cock. <laughs> can't help himself. He can't help himself. If he sees horse balls, he's like, oh, shit, it's on. My gaping horse mouth maw. Put it in here, horse. Uh, this this giant my wavy mouth, gelatinous my wavy gelatinous wound, wound of a mouse face. was made for your giant horse cock. Uh, one face wound. Oh he's got a two horses. He's got a shirt that says "Geldings Only." <laughs> for a second, I thought you said "Gelflings." Right, I was like, "Gelflings, yeah." Gelflings. They don't face blast. That's, that's it's right. hard to pick up a gelfling, though. It uh, is. <laughs> oh, man. There's so few anymore. I thought you were the Who? only one. Mm. Yep, there's two of them. Smell mm. like gelfling. <laughs> Smell like gelfling. Uh, you are. You are gelfling. Girl, gelflings have wings. Uh, just just wait like for... the tampons. So if anyone knows anything about Texas, <laughs> particularly Houston, hey, write in. Let me know. Tell you know, my brother cool lives in Austin. Yeah, well, I got, yeah. we have friends in Austin, too. Yeah. But it's too far away. Well, you'll have to go hang out with my brother or something. Yeah, in Austin. You'll have a good I'll, time. I'll make that a regular Skype thing. Him. No, but you know what? You should meet up with my brother because he's a big-time computer programmer guy. Yeah, you guys would have a lot to chat about. I know. We did the last time we met. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't help me in Houston. <laughs> Asshole. You'll be closer than I will. Yes, you'll be closer than he will. Okay, dude, I'm technically closer than you are now if East is that way. It's true. Barry, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, actually, it's that way. Um, I am going to be blogging uh, regularly and uh, contributing however I can. Uh, I'm going to try and see if I can blog at least two or three times a week about just getting situated in a new city from a geek's point of view. Cool. So that ought to be interesting. All right. So you're not leaving the couch. No. You're just leaving the city. Leaving the couch physically. Yeah. You yeah. know. His presence will still be known. Good. Yeah. We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have a little standy. We'll sit him down on the couch. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I remain something or something. <laughs> Just to make a very we'll take We'll take a real doll and put like a cardboard face on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that face right there? Oh, God. One of the <laughs> anime face uh, 
rubber vajay dolls. Yeah. It's like, oh, when well, Barry gets tits. Paul's. Well, well, when didn't he? I think this drawing will be the new Barry. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's a beaut. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you just tremble in my talent. <laughs> tremble. Is that what you're calling it this week? Your talent? <laughs> talent. That's his name. Behold and tremble. Ah! Look out! The talent, talent's hanging to the left. <laughs> talent talent's a little shy tonight. <laughs> my talent is completely turtled into my gut wall. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, I'm I'm leaving all this. I know, huh? Oh man, it's so sad. How are you gonna get by? <laughs> Images of my talent. Turtling up in my gut wall. <laughs> well, I know I'm not going to sleep this month. <laughs> well, I'm not leaving for a month anyway, so. I have, you know, I can make plenty more memories of your gut. That's right. Well, we'll have to have some kind of going away thing. Yeah, oh, there will be a going away thing. Nice. It'll be a real gut buster. <laughs> Here comes my talent. <laughs> Cue talent. <laughs> Live. <laughs> Give the talent a microphone. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't want to hear that. What, uh, any geeky things sloppy. you do this week, gentlemen? You want to? You know, I know about? battled in a fight for my life in uh, the the most vicious arena I've ever entered. Okay. I uh, I went to Black Friday and I, I stood in line at Ben Best Buy. Fool! Best Buy for what? Cyber that shit. Don't go to the physical stores. Television. We were looking for. Oh, did you get one of the good cheap ones? Yeah. How how many people were in front of you in line? A million, I think. A million point two. What time? What's the population of Las Vegas? What time did you get there? That many. I got there at ten. The store was opening at twelve. Fool. So yeah, I we we actually drove by at like two in the afternoon, and like it was already like wrapping around, to, heading towards the back of the building. In order to do Black Friday, you have to skip Thanksgiving. Uh, apparently, yeah, yeah. You, you're you, you're not allowed to eat. Did you get what you were look, going there? For? Yes, I got I got everything I, I went there. Well, that's for. impressive. We had a specific wow. list in mind, and we got everything that we. Well, wanted. there you so, go. So it was it was good and um, quite an experience. Probably something I'll never ever do again because I stood in line <laughs> just to get in. And then I had to stand in line to get what I had paid for. Oh, I was yes. Like, I, I yes, just, yes, yes. Just give me it. Just hey, give it to me. At least you have the satisfaction of knowing it is coming to you. You did get it. You yeah, did get there in time. That's but it and the experience is there. It's done. And I don't ever, ever want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I did that once 10 years ago. I will never do it again. I think that's, that's where it is with most people. Bless you, Amazon, for your... Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deal. The best yeah. Black Friday experience I ever had. I went with Rob. This is a Rob story. So, <laughs> you know how this goes. And we just decided on a lark to go to Walmart at like 6 in the morning because we were still up from playing fucking Diablo or something. It's like, let's just go to the Walmart and then we can get some pancakes. Okay. So we, <laughs> That's what I think when I need pancakes. <laughs> not at Walmart, obviously. So we went to the Walmart. Of course, a line all the way out the door for some shit. And so we, his mother had been there earlier than that. So we just got in line with her. I'm like, okay, here's the plan. We're not going to actually buy anything because we don't want anything. And at that time, we didn't have a lot of money. So we, we got in. We grabbed carts. Each of us grabbed a cart. We filled it with the biggest fucking things we could find. Towering tall things. 
and then we found the busy, busy aisles where like the Tickle Me Elmo or whatever it is, is located. <laughs> uh-huh. And we jammed all the carts we could, filled with stuff, in the middle of the busiest aisles. <laughs> Sideways. Jerks. Then we left. And you say you Sweet. were involved with this, huh? Yeah, we, we watched. We watched chaos ensue. And ten and years later, to move these karma says, go to Houston. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I don't believe in karma, but that's too hard evidence to. Refute. I think I think being being sent to Houston means you should examine your life and what you've done wrong. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Have a seat. Stunning review. Well, well so one star. Yep. Yeah, what, what, what what you've done, uh, Houston still is worse than that. I'm... <laughs> Menzo. Man. <laughs> I wonder if there's any way we can get this out there so like, you know, there can be this big Houston campaign about the Ugly Couch show and it'll get us a whole bunch of bumps because everyone will be listening to us in a rage. And hating us because they're from Houston. Yeah. It's such a wonderful place. Hey. <laughs> Anything to make your Houston experience better, Barry. Uh, I'm buying a cowboy The spirit hat. of Massachusetts is the spirit of America. <laughs> what? You need a, they need a Houston... Uh, you know, ad campaign. <clears throat> Come to Houston. Get shot. Come to Houston. Get shot. Yeah. Work for NASA. Get We're shot. Houston. We're big. Come to Houston where things are big. Guns are big in Houston and drugs. And you're going to die. Come to Houston. Get shot. Come to Houston. Get shot. We got a team of football players who play in Houston. Get shot. Come to Houston. Get shot. Come to Houston. Get shot. Everything's bigger in Texas except Houston. Get shot. You, you laugh now. We don't like a shot in Houston. Then you're going to laugh. No, I won't be laughing. I'll be crying. No, you'll be laughing. You'll be crying because you'll be laughing so hard. That's right. Kirsten's right. There'll be tears of hilarity. If you're not dead, if it's just a flesh wound, if you get killed, I'll be very sad. Yeah. Uh, it's not guy. that bad, is it? <laughs> Mike? Don't go hunting with any Republicans. They're all Republicans. A new wave of pain just washed over. Wow. Yeah. You know what's interesting, though, Barry? You might really like it because in a place where that kind of culture is pervasive, the counterculture is inordinately strong. It's like being... Yeah. In being, Austin. Yeah. In Austin. Well, exactly. Austin. <laughs> they all live in Austin. Live yeah, in I'd Austin. love to live in fucking Austin. we got friends out is there. It, it's isn't nice. that uh, Dragon's Lair the counterweight of Houston? <laughs> Austin. Like Houston, but the other way. Yeah, really. No, uh, they got this great place called Dragon's Lair. I talked about it, and they got a few locations around there, and it's just a... They also have a great place called Asgard. So, so was it always Houston that she was going to get the job in, or was no, it... No, no, no. There was a chance it was There were chances off. all over Texas, and there was a chance here in Vegas. There was a chance yeah. all over. And then Barry's karma kicked in, and it became Houston. Yeah, and then I said some off-color cowboy joke. Because and, and <laughs> I don't remember Houston being in no, the, no, in the Houston... cities that you mentioned. No, Houston. Anyway. Houston was uh, was among the many cities that uh, her her job has a thing in uh, a location in. Okay. And no one expected it. I mean, hell, we just found out. So. All right. <laughs> Fun. Uh, Houston. Yep. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the show, gentlemen. News you don't give a shit about. Uh, one year after naysayers were predicting a quick death, the musical Spider-Man turned off the dark. 
is doubling down on Broadway for going uh, potentially lucrative overseas tours in the near term to try to refine the New York production and burnish the long-term value of the show. In an interview to uh, uh, the Monday anniversary, the producers, uh, well, the production's first fumbling preview performance, the producers of uh, Spider-Man said they were considering new plans for recouping the show's uh, record-setting $75 million capitalization. The most unusual idea, adding new scenes and perhaps a new musical number to the New York Spider-Man every year, making it akin to a new comic book edition, and then Uh. urging the show's fans to buy tickets again. Uh, Weekly running costs alone for Spider-Man total $1 million or more. Uh, by far, weekly. It says uh, weekly running costs God alone. Damn, what are they raking in? Uh, net. Uh, the net is uh, recently between one hundred and three hundred thousand dollars a week. And at wow. that, at that, 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 at that rate, the show would need to play on Broadway for at least five more years to pay off just the debts. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> so well, yeah, so new songs and uh, new scenes every year to add to the show. That's it. Uh... I once thought about that, like for a theater show, to like a like a theater soap opera where every week it's a half hour show, and every week the last fifteen minutes of the previous week starts it off, and then you add a new fifteen minutes, and then you just every week you keep sliding it up, doing an ongoing thing. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. it does. Hmm. No, thought yeah. about that, but yeah, just uh, <clears throat> so that I mean, you know. The whole comic book feel, that's actually, it's a gimmick. Yeah. But. Might keep it alive longer. Shit, yeah. You know? Stock up on your bags of frozen peas and your back teen. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's your health plan. <laughs> oh, equity in their health plan. News <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> don't give a shit about Hasbro, uh, which is financing development for Ouija, the movie. Uh, has hired well-regarded scribe Marty Noxon to work on the script. Uh, really? Nox, yeah, Noxon cut her teeth and gained uh, geek cred with her work on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. Most recently wrote uh, the remake of Fright Night, which I did enjoy very much. Mm. Uh, Ouija <laughs> was set up at Universal, but was untethered in late August due to budgetary concerns. The move followed Universal's letting go of another Hasbro property, Monopoly. But uh, Noxon's hiring shows Hasbro is still very keen on the Ouija project and is unafraid to spearhead its own development, mirroring moves already made on the Monopoly project. In September, Hasbro and Ridley Scott, who is producing Monopoly, uh, set Scott Alexander and Larry uh, I can't even Karasowski to pen the script. Looks like Monopoly's in trouble. Sorry! Shoots and ladders. <laughs> <laughs> I want to smack you with something right now. <laughs> I always want to smack him. Uh, Ouija is uh, still envisioned as a family adventure in the tone of The Mummy, centering on a family who had who has to deal with otherworldly chaos that is unleashed. Why is Ouija being a family-friendly movie? And not because in the end, it turns out uh, Dad was moving it. Because Hasbro. it's financed by Hasbro. Yeah. Yeah, it, really. not, it's it gonna have a like happy it's in ending. The wrong genre. Well, the whole it, point listen, is to sell that damn board. Listen, if the McDonald's movie is financed by McDonald's, it's going to have a happy ending. Mm-hmm. I think Ouija should be uh, tied in with "Don't Wake Daddy" and it should be a horror film. It's <laughs> 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 a straight, terrible horror movie. Don't wake Daddy, Ouija. Well, Exorcist kicks off with a Ouija board. Don't. Wake Daddy. I mean, there's... Uh, oh, Barry. Oh, Barry, God. do you remember? 
Do you remember the game we had backstage at the, at Star Trek for a long time? What game was it? Don't you remember? It was a skeleton of a pirate, and you had to take the treasure off the skeleton without making him shake. I seem to remember that. <laughs> His name was Rattle Me Bones. I remember that <laughs> shit. The game was Rattle Me Bones. It was like Operation with a pirate skeleton. It was oh awesome. God. He had his swords in him and jewels all over <laughs> his, his chest and in his skeleton. And you'd take them off bit by bit. But if you'd moved it too far, he'd come loose and start to shake. And shit would fly <laughs> off of him and he'd go crazy. And we'd go, <laughs> Rattle Me Damn Bones. <laughs> I gotta find that. Wow. By the way, I'm also looking for an intact uh, box Colon. set of um, I Want to Bite Your Finger. So if anyone knows where to get one on I the cheap. I imagine that would be pricey. So intact. Yeah. Was that an old kid's game? Oh, yeah. It's one where uh, you spin the clock to a certain number and then bleh, Dracula would open his chest, open his chest, his cape thing, and then his his mouth would be open there, and you stick your finger in it, and you push down, and if it bites your finger, it leaves two little marker things. Oh, how funny. You, I had I it growing up. It sounds more fun than it was. I'm yeah, sure. it's not as fun <laughs> as you think. The board game sucks. I never got it. Yeah. But You only played with the vampire. You, yeah. yeah board, I, board I got the material. Hawaiian Punch game from a Goodwill one time. What the hell is that? It was a board game based on Hawaiian Punch, and the only gimmick was uh, you made Play-Doh punchies. Right, I remember this game. Yeah, you made Play-Doh versions of Punchy, the the little mascot. Yeah, and you take him around. And the gimmick was if you landed on certain squares, you got, uh, your opponent got I to smush him. Yeah. I remember that. I remember. Yeah, yeah, and you got to punch. You got to give him a Hawaiian punch. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was about a nice Hawaiian punch. I do remember that. Okay. I remember these adverts. Yep. Yeah, violence. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Break this thing. Just like it's Houston. Houston, the game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you stick your shot. finger Houston. in the vampire's get mouth. Shot. Yes. <laughs> and you're gonna trust that all that got stuck in there was fingers. Ooh yeah. You're asking for a used <laughs> It's about that big, man. It's like as big as a ball. Oh, you gotta think normal shit. Pulls about a dime around. Heavy right. turtle. My uh my grandmother had a wind up apple bank. It was so cool. Um it was. It looked like an apple from one side, and then when you turn the side, and there was a, a piece cut off of it and a hole, and you wind the apple, and you put a penny down on this little button, okay. and a worm would come out of the apple and grab the penny and suck it in. Holy shit, I think I, think I, I kind of remember that. Yeah, that. little bank. I had that. Or a cousin had that. And you'd hold, someone you'd had hold the button down and just watch the worm. Pull, the worm would jump out on your finger, rub on your finger over mm-hmm. and over again. It was weird. Yeah, it was very, it was very phallic. It was very, (laughs) very phallic. And the worm had like two fangs to grab the penny and pull it, so it looked kind of like a cross between a worm and a vampire. Is what made me think of it. How did we get on this? Oh, that's right, the board game movie thing. I'll show you how you get on it. (laughs) Bring me a gelding. (laughs) (laughs) Is the Monopoly movie going to be live action? I don't know. Yeah. I the, assume so. Has anyone here been to Atlantic City other than me? I wouldn't pay fifty bucks <laughs> for Baltic Avenue or whatever. And you're this gonna, is the ugly cow show shit on cities. You're gonna show. get shot. <laughs> you better stay up in the Atlantic dream. City. You're gonna get shot. You come to Baltic <laughs> Avenue. You're gonna get, get shot. shot. <laughs> you go to Atlantic City. You stay in the green properties. Anything less, <laughs> your bitch ass is gonna get shot. <laughs> oh, <my> Lord. <laughs> 
Just saying. Oh. Stay in the green. That's the next Monopoly needs to have like vagrants and gangs <laughs> as like a computer controlled thing that just travels from spot to spot and you can like vi- you can like virally infect other people's property and devalue their area. <laughs> so send a send a roving gang in there, wild dogs. Now, yeah. Nowadays with games, that'll be a card that Todd will pick up hey. while he's playing and lay on you when you're when you just finally put that hotel on boardwalk. That's how it works, yeah. right? Flip over yeah. the chance. Listen, it's like a crack do yourselves a favor. Yeah. <laughs> do yourselves a favor and Google Map Atlantic City, and then take a little ride down those streets. See if you do that outside of a Google car. <laughs> Reinforced Google car. See if they say Google, Google car survived you, you it. See, yeah, you see three different Google cars, and you see images of people running up to grab the cameras and shit. <laughs> see guys running with guns, hubcaps. guns right in the camera, stealing the fucking Google car. The hood popped, <laughs> rims all gone. Someone screaming. <laughs> That's a fun idea. Blood on the camera. <laughs> it's a fun idea for a game. Reinforced Google cars. Somebody yeah. being dragged from the cab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the car. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The Last hotels the are, Google are real nice. I'm sure they're even better since when I was a kid. But you got to go through Cambodia to get there. It's not even worth. It's a holiday in Cambodia. Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? What? 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 A dead milkman? Oh. Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. That's what I said. Dead milkman. You... <laughs> <laughs> Big lizard in my backyard. Yes. You should okay. see the way it shits. I got a big lizard. In Uh, okay, that's a five-pound gummy bear I ate that one time. is nothing compared to the 26-pound behemoth Vat 19 is currently selling. That's disgusting. It clocks in at 32,000 calories. Oh! Ah. And features an integrated serving bowl in its belly that you can fill with more gummy bears. So you're saying Paul could not eat that in one sitting then? I'm not saying a damn thing. I okay. would not. <laughs> Plus, it has the shelf life of up to a year. Survival food. A year in your colon. (laughs) You learn a new level of pain as you're slowly digested over 10,000 years. You go to your grave seeping out red jelly. Yeah, exactly. Grandpa, you want to go play? I can't. I got to shit some more of that gummy bear I ate 25 years ago. (laughs) Oh, your grandpa's having a bad gummy day. Sorry. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, and, well, the gummy's still there. It's still there. <laughs> Available in blue raspberry, green apple, orange, and red cherry flavors for $199. You can wow. eat my balls. <laughs> Wait, what flavor is the orange? 200 bucks? <laughs> 200 bucks. $200 for 26, 26 pounds of gummy bear. That's, uh, I'd like to do the math would, on that. It wouldn't cost yeah. 200 bucks to buy 26 pounds of gummy bears. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a gummy bear that you could put other gummy bears in. I always like the gummy cola bottle. Bowl. That's where the money Integrated is. Integrated belly bowl technology is not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, VAT19 put together a music video to sell it, so uh, check it out if you're interested. Welcome to VAT19. Get shot. <laughs> what? Uh, Huh? Gummy bears don't have guns. Not yet. Those are gunny bears. <laughs> you know what's the best? They did in the TV show. Muddy bears. No, oh, those are good. Guns. Muddy bears are the best. Oh, now, if the they sold the 26 pound guns. muddy bear. In the ghetto version, they I did. might have to get that. <laughs> I could make it a muddy bear. I saw on YouTube one time. It was pretty awful. Let's see. Uh, producers Neil Moritz and Roy Lee, whose credits include the American versions of the franchises The Ring and The Grudge have been working since 2006 to get an American version of Battle Royale off the ground. Oh, no. Stop. 
Isn't Stop it. Hunger Games? Yeah. <laughs> Among the bumps in the roads were things like the iffy statuses of New Line Cinema before it merged with Warner Brothers and issues surrounding more violence that stemmed from like tragics, tragedies like Virginia Tech Massacre in 2007 God. that Lee said left the project seriously shaken. A product of its times, leave it alone. Well, then you'll probably be happy that now the project is contending with a new threat. Another popular dystopian film franchise. See, uh, Battle Royale is the story of a group of students through a tyrannical new Japanese law are forced to kill each other over a period of three days on a remote island. Uh, meanwhile, The Hunger Games... The adaptation of Suzanne Collins' blockbuster young adult novel is the story of a group of teenagers who, through tyrannical future government, are forced to kill each other in an arena on live television. Hunger Games is easily one of the most anticipated genre films of 2012, and Lee says it's that kind of high-profile attention that means bad news for Battle Royale. Of course, if Hunger Games gets big enough, that might still be more reason to make the more grown-up version of the same kind of thing with Battle Royale. Still, even if it doesn't work out, Lee's got plenty of other remake boot reboot projects lying around to tackle, including a new take on the grudge, a new take on the ring, and quote, I'd say one of the one I'm most excited about is updating the Poltergeist reboot. Unquote, oh my Lisa. god. Oh. Stop him. <laughs> so there you go. So stop giving him money. So Battle Royale doesn't work out, which it doesn't sound like it is. Uh, you got other fun things to enjoy. <clears throat> if you what a, what a get a chance, piece. pick up the special edition Battle Royale manga collection. It's five volumes, 25 bucks each. They're the best thing. The most horrific, gripping, scary, traumatic. Oh, wow. I have the first two. I concur. Oh, just, I mean, moving stuff. Hard, hard to read. Hard to get through. Hard to watch, but so good. If you like the movie at all, the manga takes it to a whole nother level. For me, Battle Royale's manga adaptation is one of those things that I point to and go, "This is what this is what is good," <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like this is what in 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 all of anime and manga, this is something that stands out. It's it's almost too much. It's I thought too you much. just like manga for the big eyes and the tentacle rape. Mm-mm. Nope, this thing is just too. It's oof, it's emotionally draining. Oh, I like stories like that. It's oof, it'll put you through the ringer, but it's great. It's great. And that's it for the shit news. This is the Week in Geek. Yay! Yay. And that was much rejoicing. Mm. Uh, this incident occurred at the Radisson Blue Hotel in Glasgow, where the actor John Barrowman of Doctor Who and Torchwood fame was staying, according to Wales Online. They say Barrowman tackled a thief who had ransacked a room and punched a member of the staff. Quote, the 44-year-old is said to have dragged the fleeing teen to the ground to subdue him moments after arriving at the hotel from Newcastle where he had been at a concert with his parents, writes the paper. Uh, Barrowman stepped, uh, stopped the youngster in his tracks after a woman and her husband had woken to find two boys ransacking their room in the early hours of Thursday, and a hotel worker was punched. Here's what went down according to Barrowman. Quote, uh, the concierge was trying to sort my air conditioning. We heard this woman scream and shout, stop him, stop him. We saw this young boy running down the hallway. I told the concierge to chase him and called the hotel operator and told them to block the staircase so we could get him. The lad had tried to get away through the staff elevator and punched the concierge. I grabbed the kid's ankles, yanked him to the ground, and then pulled him out into the hallway. I pinned him down. My tour manager then arrived, and the three of us held him down until police came. 
unfortunately, a second thief managed to escape, and police are searching for him. Uh, but the story doesn't end there. Uh, the paper says Barrowman offered the thief a job backstage in the pantomime he's currently performing at Glasgow Scottish Exhibition at the Conference Center. Quote, It was sad. He was only 14 or 15. I think he was on drugs, he said. But I'd like to find out the boy's story and give him a second chance. Maybe he could work in the pantomime over Christmas to give him a sense of responsibility, unquote. Wow. Huh. That's a great story. He's probably going to try to sue the pants off of you and... <laughs> Unfortunately, well, I don't think that's how it works in, the in UK. England. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the UK they're better than we are. <laughs> Generally, yeah. <laughs> some, if, if some Hollywood guy assaults me, I'm just thinking cha-ching, cha-ching. I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm how your brain works. Doesn't matter what I've done. You should go to Hollywood and talk shit. I just, just sit there and just start, start. <laughs> hey, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Why are you so... Why are you a dick? Yeah. Kevin What's up, Spacey? Kevin Spacey. Yeah, uh, there's, nice, a, there's uh, an easy sure. fight to start. That's a, you know, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, well, I let's just see. The name. We what, got what Russell Crowe, Sean Kevin Short Oh, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck his shit up. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to get hurt too bad. <laughs> hey, Ashley Judd. Why are you so... Shut your mouth. <laughs> I was waiting for Just her. be quiet. You leave her be. Leave her beautiful self alone. You mean you wouldn't fight Ashley Judd? No. <laughs> because she already fought and won my heart. Oh, God. Aww. It looked like you were fighting with Ashley Judd. <laughs> We just, just couldn't him. figure out how the real doll recently. was she, to be produced. Was the real doll? Didn't yeah. you used to have the Ashley Judd mask you put in the back of your head? Yeah, put on, wow, I put it on you Kirsten's gotta bring head. that up? Yep, this is how it works. Whenever, whenever you see Kirsten walking around and he's got a line on his forehead, you know that the rubber band from the Ashley Judd mask was in use. <laughs> other clues involve him like stumbling. It was better It was better <laughs> when he had longer say. hair, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Beggars yeah. can't be choosers. Wait, we or should I say, haired. buggers can't be choosers. <laughs> so that's why you were always watching Darmok in the game in the break room. That's that's right. Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. That's what I that's my code for ass rape. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want a little Darmok and Jalad at Talat at and Jalad at Tanagra? And by the time he's done saying it, his victims run away. <laughs> hey, like oh, hey, where'd he go? Darmok oh. <laughs> Jalad, his eyes open. Wink, wink. <laughs> Why are you asking your victims? If you're asking them, if you don't not, ask it's victims. It's not asking if they're. Yeah. That's part of the torture. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to deny Darmaka Jalad and Tanagra? <laughs> Shaka, when the wall. Boy, that's fell. so frightening when you stutter like that, Paul. Would you like Ashley or Kevin Spacey? Hold on a second. I'll be right back. I'm the saw dog. Hold on. Uh, would you? Uh, oh, okay. So there's a um, there's a key. There's a key somewhere in the in the room. Um, uh, it's, in, it's in my butt. Uh, I put it. Okay, no, 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 no. Listen, 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 I put a key in there. Okay? There's a key in the room. You have to go look for the. Uh, wait. Okay. Uh, if, but one, there's nothing one, else. No, in no, 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 no. One, one, one of the walls. One of the walls is not a. Uh, it has a fake wall to it. Well, there's a fake part of the wall. There's a fake part on one of the walls. It's brick. Meanwhile, Ooh. the puppet is falling apart. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> standing there naked. A part, of the, a part of the wall is fake. Holding a Listen, jar of Vaseline. No, no, find it somewhere. And he's all turtled up. In all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to start over again. Oh. Okay. 
the meat mask a, is starting to smell. There's a key somewhere in that room. Somewhere in that room, there's a key. One of the walls is a fake wall. Wait, I should like where where the wall should. Okay, no. Feel the wall. Find the fake part of the wall, and there might be a key. Okay, the key is in the fake part of the wall. Uh, I got it. So, uh, so there's the wall then. So just go through this left wall. All right, I'm good. Your door. left. Your left. Oh. Just get. Hey, a key! Yes, now you have to eat that key and poop the key, and then, use, <laughs> and then you have to use that key on the on the lock. Why don't we just why, use why the just, key? Yeah, why don't we just yeah. take the key? Oh, crap, I forgot to put the key in the cake. Oh. <laughs> I always forget to put the key in the cake. Oh. <laughs> what the hell are we even talking about now? We've gone somewhere weird. We went from Ashley Judd to the song guy. What? What? Welcome to Paul's brain. List of things to do. Put key to the cake. <laughs> That's my only list. That's it. I've got one thing on my list to do. You believe it? And it still doesn't get done. Oh, man. What about bake the cake? I am the worst. Well, duh. Okay. <laughs> I am the worst. I am the worst. Key to the cake, puppet head. Reports have surfaced concerning the birthing scene in Breaking Dawn Part 1, the latest Twilight movie, that people who are susceptible to seizures might be triggered by the effects what? used in the scene. Oh, it's the a flashing strobe, baby? Strobing of, uh... Well, faces? she, she gives birth in the daylight, right? So it's gonna sparkle and... This yeah. scene is uh, sending people to the hospital and giving them seizures. In Sacramento, California, Brandon Gebhardt accompanied his girlfriend to a showing of Breaking Dawn. However, during the scene during which Bella gives birth, the added special effects triggered an ele- epileptic Caesar. No, Jesus no. Bullshit. Epileptic, epileptic Caesar? Bullshit. He just did that to get out of watching the rest of that fucking film. And he was, too. An, epilep- epileptic, an epileptic C-section? I would use that for the title of this episode. An epileptic cesarean? Already there, epileptic cesarean? Yes. Epileptic cesarean. Uh, Gephardt suffers from photosensitive epilepsy, meaning that certain effects, that of a strobe light, will cause seizures. No, or he pictures suffers from this movie her. sucks so bad, I'll do anything to get out of watching. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, isn't it? Isn't it just her poor acting that gave him the seizure? <laughs> That's Ivan true. It's like a warning seizure. label on that film. Yeah. Careful. Apparently, Stewart sucks so bad, you might go to the hospital from watching this. Apparently, the scene used rapid flashes of red, black, and white, which caused him to lose consciousness in the theater. Uh, he was taken to the emergency room, but uh, Gephardt's case is not unique. An online search found other ca- ca- uh, cases of people having seizures during the same scene. And, uh, like, back in the late 1990s, an episode of Pokemon did the same thing to young children. Uh, doctors say that wearing glasses with, quote, cheap blue lenses will filter out the red, the main culprit in causing seizures. And they also found out later that if you actually take the victim outside and give them their money back, it turns out that they're all right after that. <laughs> or if they get, you know, theater head, that usually does it. Theater head? Theater head. Theater head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't know about getting it yeah, in the theater. Instead of Darmok going into Gillette, he goes... Okay, okay, okay. Quick, honey, I'm having a seizure. There's a small box in the room. Put it over your face. <laughs> Press the button on the side of the box. Honey, we're in the movie. You've, no, listen, now you've become theater head. <laughs> there's, a movie, there's a movie playing inside your box head. No, it's oh, right there it? in the theater. I'm not seeing anything. Theater head. Now, now be quiet while I suck your dick. Oh. <laughs> what? Shut up. Quiet. Be quiet. This is my pants. Oh, right. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, forgot to, I forgot to put the key in the cake. Oh. <laughs> so, 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 so they're supposed to suck your dick, sir. 
What? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna ha- you, uh, you come oh, back to the control room. So. Boy, I can't the cake. <laughs> oh man, I'm done. Oh. I'm gonna make this movie so much better here. when I get drugged to see it. <laughs> Cheney's the saw guy. He is. <laughs> I knew it. I thought it was Swolar for a second. <laughs> Uh, Gail Ann Hurd, producer of AMC's The Walking Dead, has signed on to produce a series based on Area 51, an uncensored history of America's top-secret military base by Annie, Annie Jacobson. Uh, rights to the novel were optioned by Hurd's production company, Valhalla Entertainment, and the plan is to make it an hour-long drama series. Uh, Carl uh, Gajesic, uh, who wrote Dead Like Me, is set to write the script, and serve as showrunner, but no other names have been mentioned so far in connection to this. Uh, Jacobson, however, will be consulting producer. Jacobson's novel focuses on the secrets and cover-ups concerning the fabled American military base, which has been rumored to house all kinds of classified information about alien life, contact with with Earth, uh, dead aliens, their spaceships. The book chronicles what has already really gone on in the Nevada desert from testing nuclear weapons to uh, building super secrets, supersonic jets, to pursuing the war on terror. So is this a fiction thing or a non-fiction? Uh, the book itself, uh, from what I gather, was a non-fiction book, but there's been a lot of issues with it, I know that much. Heard uh, was a producer on Aliens and several other projects with James, Cam- James Cameron, to whom yeah. she was married for a little while, including The Abyss and all three Terminator films. The fourth one doesn't exist. <laughs> she also worked on True. Alienation and both Hulk movies. So is well, it fiction or non-fiction? You you'll be the judge. To, you'll have to uh, out, yeah. Read the book. You make the read call. Read the book. I think not. <laughs> uh, old Murder House Troop in Houston, Texas has a mission. And that mission is apparently to perform stage versions of classic films from the 1980s and 90s. For their rendition of Aliens, the group decided to go the extra mile and turn the sci-fi action epic into an ice skating musical with Ripley, the Colonel Marines, chest-bursting Newt, giant yellow loaders, and an alien queen done with cardboard and duct tape. The cur- Something the to do Marines in Houston. Or the oh, 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 wait, did I say Houston? I meant Austin. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Yeah! They get that, I just get shot. (laughs) Try to go see aliens get shot. Also, Cowboy beats me up. The the, the Colonel Marines? Not the Colonial Marines? Look, he was really good joke there. (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) I'm Barry. I'm in Houston. (laughs) I'm in Houston, Mom. Hey, Dad, I'm in Houston. I like it here. I'm going to stay in Houston. It's great here in Houston. I'm going to stay in Houston. Talk about reaching in the back. Hey, Dad, I'm in Houston. I'm calling you from Houston. Google Maps, not content to trying to map the entire outside world, is now moving to the new logical but still mind-blowing direction of mapping indoors. Wait. I thought you were going to say, Inside, like mapping inside people. Define the key. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't make it cake? in the cake. <laughs> oh, put the key in the cake. Put the key in the cake, you dumbass. Where'd it go? Turn on Google. Now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Google. I've seen the Google car a few times floating around. It's yeah. got a whole bunch of cameras around it. Do they have like people with a giant head thing with a bunch of cameras on it? 
tooling around the mall. Looking like mocaps. Yeah. Coming Weird. part and parcel with You know what Google. they look like? Photog. The fearless Photog. You know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and deny it. You know what the fearless Photog no, is? No, I'm vetoing your bullshit. I know what that is. <laughs> you don't know. He-Man crap. Yay! That's right. <laughs> it was the first... Uh, contest winner for the create a character contest oh, that's right. that the kid yeah, did in the magazine yeah, years right ago. Back to he episode. won the Fearless Photon and they're finally making the figure in January. Uh, but it's just got a big camera on his head. His head <laughs> is a camera. It's coming part and parcel with the Google Maps 6.0 for Android devices. It's the new indoor functionality that will allow users to basically carry around a mini map in their pocket. It's like it's like it's like a mini map. It's like Minimap. Intended to help you figure out where the men's section is or where you can find the nearest bathroom or the nearest exit. Right here is the men's section, Daddy. Come, come check under the gut flap. Which, which <laughs> seat for theater head? <laughs> Google Maps Interiors. The men's section. That That got you. That, that's that it. was like that three minutes trigger. ago. Google. Oh, oh my God! Time warp comedy com- criticism from Jack. <laughs> Drink, everybody. Take a look. Finish your thing. What are you saying? I would love to finish my thing. <laughs> so in theater head. <laughs> Google Google Maps interiors can not only show you the map of the floor you're on. But those directly Wait, above, on the floor. above and below you, and keep track of which one you're actually on. Below me? Whoa. <laughs> what floor am I below? I didn't know your, your, your height. <laughs> like, like where you're... Well, that, exactly. Where you're That's level. the magic of Google Maps 6.0. Creepy. They use that technology from Batman the Dark Knight. You know, the one that's really bad that Lucius um, is like, GPS no receivers can. That's why he's the fearless photog. If they're programmed what to GPS receivers, really, what can actually what, what figure about out your Batman? altitude. What? What you've about seen, Batman? The Dark Knight. Yeah. You know the whole telephone technology. Yeah. That's what they're using. What's wrong with that? Well, it taps into everyone's cell phone and tells everybody where everybody is. What's wrong with that? <laughs> you just. <laughs> well, when a couple a couple bills get through Congress. Nothing. That's right. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Put the key in the coke. I wonder if. Um, <laughs> I wonder if everyone's going to be able to contribute to this Google Maps thing because clearly, I mean, there's not like a million Google employees yet. but if they have like an API, maybe I could grab my camera and start taking pictures and mapping things of like my office or my house. Yeah. Who knows? User generated content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which often sucks. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. This guy just uploaded his house into Google Interiors. Now I know how to sneak in, take his stuff. And get out. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. Google. Well, I wouldn't do that for. I mean, I would. I would. <laughs> you just said bullshit. your house. Yeah. You just said your Wait, house. Did I say? I would what do you be need accurate? to do? What do you need to do? I need to find the oh, bathroom. So you're being subversive by showing somebody else's house. I think. No, I like, show like a house in Vegas with like five stories of basement and a nuclear silo. <laughs> They'll probably end up making like private residences, not yeah. appear on there, but More public yeah. public places or, you know, stores. But there's no. But you'll be able them. to find the false wall. The cake and the key. <laughs> You'll see my private residence. Bawang. What yeah, floor you your residences are public, Paul. It's true. Once you're through with them. You know, That's I right. imagine they're going like to have... Google would actually ask businesses to submit 
floor you know, plans, floor and, stuff. plans yeah. and, and stuff like that because that that's what it's useful for. And I've heard Google's working towards turning this, you know, turning the Google Maps into an actual interactive shopping experience where you can actually just sit there. And like, yeah, there's definitely. Oh, money there's here. there's my comic book store. There's Asgard you know, in Houston. There's Asgard, and <laughs> apparently incredibly awesome. No, it's only awesome before you get there. Yeah, when you read the Google review, oh my god. Someone like shat themselves and saw like lightning in the sky and <laughs> the, the clouds part. And guy basically wrote a short story about his fictional journey to the comic book shop. But it doesn't really then, review the comic book shop. And then proceeded shop. to not review the shop. <laughs> Is that the only review? No. I know Paul hates it. What? Asgard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Keep that away. I want to be defenseless in the face of horsecock. <laughs> I got nothing for that. <laughs> nothing but agrees. Oh, man. Uh, you may not have ever heard of the MMO Dark Orbit. I haven't. But they managed to rake in $2.6 million through the sale of just one kind of item. What? Uh, Asgard. That's the one, yes. You'd want it to. You do a bunch of space combat in Dark Orbit, and just like conventional warfare, unmanned drones are a big advantage to those who have them. Uh, Dark oh, Orbit has ten levels of drones, uh, the last of which, the Zeus drone, is extremely difficult to get. Not only do you have to have gotten the nine previous drones, but you have to go around collecting blueprints and actually construct the thing. It takes some serious work. Uh, like any players who want to keep up with the Joneses, Dark Orbit players were chomping at the bit to get their hands on this drone. So, when Dark Orbit decided to sell it for a mere $1,334 for four days, many players took them up on the offer. According to Games Brief, Simon Davis, the game's producer, confirmed that 2,000 of the items were sold. If you look at the numbers, you'll find that Dark Orbit has 65 million registered accounts, and if you assume that all 2,000 drones were sold to different individuals and none of the registered accounts are alts, it comes down to 0.0003% of the audience who paid for this upgrade, but still they managed to earn Dark Orbit north of $2 million in sales for an item that doesn't exist on the physical plane. Good God. Wow. Why don't we have an MMO? <laughs> <laughs> What? What, what would <laughs> that MMO be like? MMO? Yeah. You know what it would be like. <laughs> All right, I don't want to avoid, the, key avoid the, the Paul Monster. The key the cake. He's going to oh. rape you. No Asgard allowed. No. Put that key in the cake. Oh. Eat the cake. I don't ever want to see this MMO. Now poop. Now poop. Now poop. Now use the key to open the lock on your foot. <laughs> sure, sure, you could just take it out of the cake, but that's no fun. That's no fun! <laughs> Do it the fun way. Eat the, eat the cake and wait a day. Come on. Come on. Eat the cake. It's been a day. Nothing's coming out. Oh, boy. This happened last time. Sometimes it gets stuck. <laughs> I shouldn't have put sharp barbs on the key. Oh, shit. Oh. 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 Don't put sharp barbs on the key. Don't put sharp barbs on the key. Oh. <laughs> All the time. This is the worst MMO ever. <laughs> <laughs> and the MMO is just one room. This is why no one would play the MMO. Well, we got to keep our costs down. Yeah. No one would play the MMO got... because there would be the the famous Paul Theater where he's trying to make a joke for thirty minutes there's... and can't get it to work. There's that's three... that's the raid experience. There's twenty five people players. together, and if, and if you if you can survive. 
listening to Paul try and make a joke funny for 25 minutes. This is how the MMO loose. goes. There's three million players Drop in one purple. room, and they all hear, okay, all right, so, uh, somewhere on the wall, there's a fake wall. Okay, look around. Look, uh, I don't know. Somewhere on the wall. Wow, if we get three million <laughs> yeah. more listeners, this podcast is the MMO. And for $1,334, we'll sell you a key. There you go. Like us on Facebook. It may or may not be in a cake. Yeah. <laughs> there may or may not be a cake. But there will be no barbs. The we we figured that part out. Yeah, no barbs. Definitely on the list. No barbs. Now with no barbs. <laughs> now with no, no shark cutting barbs. <laughs> uh, now with less barbs. And the, <laughs> and the fat purple loot is the rubber wang. Remember, it is purple. And it never turtles into the gut. By the way, uh, rubberwang.com, haven't heard anything. Do what? people want us to put something special on there? How Let much is know. that going for now? What's that demand? What do you mean going for? I'm not selling that ever. <laughs> I have that shit on my tombstone. $1,034. I hope that is on your tombstone. The, the, the webmaster of IR code lives here. <laughs> the webmaster. QR, QR scan my tombstone. It goes to fucking rubberwang.com. <laughs> If I get shot in Houston, you bitches have a job to do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> QR code. Special QR code tombstone. I'm rubber all over wang. it. <laughs> I'm all over it. Uh, I wonder if people have QR code tombstones. They, yeah, they do exist. That's been offered. That's a new thing. Great. So That's going to be a year of Jeff going, where the fuck is the graphic to Barry's tombstone <laughs> so I can do the QR I can't do the code until I get the graphic. Oh, where's the graphic? <laughs> Give Why me the, the graphic. I'll do the damn the graphic. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna be buried with a with a little flash drive in my hand. <laughs> with a giant grin on your face. Like, with a middle finger on the other hand. <laughs> it won't differ from our current production schedule all that much at all. <laughs> uh, shuffling and shambling into the center of Mexico's capital, nearly ten thousand person. Participants in ghastly makeup and blood-soaked rags. <laughs> Good idea. Wait, 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 wait. Good idea, wait, wait, wait. Mexico. Writes itself. Start this again. I want to hear this from the top, please. Because this is going nowhere bad. Oh, no. This is great. Shuffling and shambling into the center of Mexico's capital. Nearly 10,000 par- participants in ghastly makeup and blood-soaked rags filled the streets Saturday, trampling the old world record for mass zombie crawls. Nice. Uh, Guinness claims the uh, past world record was held by, in Aston Barry. Uh, Guinness. Okay. Why are you interrupting me? I don't know. <laughs> Guinness claims the past world record was held by Aston Barry Park, New Jersey, where 4,093 living corpses defiantly marched wow, in 2010. Wow. That Mexico fucking City. shatters it. Yes, it does. Double the now they're Ultimate sure they walk. really were zombies and not like people running from fucking Tijuana. <laughs> from gang, from gang violence. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's Holy awesome. 10,000. Yeah. Go. They're all high on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> After a host of delays, Mad Max creator George Miller is finally set to begin shooting the fourth installment of the series, Fury Road, <laughs> next April in Nambia. Uh, Miller- what? Where? Nambla? Nam- yeah, really. Namibia? That's the one. You're sh- Namibia? I can't read today. <laughs> Southwest Africa? Yes, sir. That's scary, huh? Might as well be Houston. Hey, what what the, the production cost is? We go to Australia to shoot movies. Australia's going to Namibia? Yeah. 
Read on. <laughs> <laughs> Miller has already mentioned the possibility of a second new Mad Max, and now he's saying there's not just two, but three. Is this a continuation or a reboot? This is not... It's kind of neither. It takes place in the world, but it's a different character, I believe. Okay. So it's Mad Max, but he's not Max? No, I don't know. So it's beyond... <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome. Yes. <laughs> like really beyond, like across the ocean beyond. And, so yeah. it's like another road for the road warrior. It's like... It's like street warrior. You're a moron. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that. It's exactly that. <laughs> Barry's Jesus. going to Houston. Uh, Barry's <laughs> going to Houston. <laughs> In a new profile by the Australian Financial Review, Miller talks about how his Mad Max revival began as a single story and graduated and grew, uh, gradually grew into a new trilogy. So here's what happened. I'm talking to these guys, and I'm like, look, I got an idea for a new Mad Max. Wait a minute, wait a What's minute. What's your idea? Wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute. George Miller, isn't he an Australian director? Let's don't get things confused, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm George Miller's producer. Oh, okay, Sid. Go ahead. Sid. <laughs> I said, George. I got him on the phone. I said, George, are you ready to do this? He said, yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to make a new Mad Max, and I'm going to put three more of them together, and I'm going to make it beyond, beyond Thunderdome, and like a new road for the road warrior. Yeah. So you're just rehashing old jokes right now? <laughs> <laughs> What I'm doing right Different now. Different accents don't make them funnier. <laughs> I am. I'm almost done with my sweet tea. Far, far so it's me truly having lesson. its effect. I will tip my hat to Paul though for avoiding the obvious uh, sequel with Mel Gibson hunting down Jews. Yeah. Good job, Paul. Whoa! Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! What? Too soon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we started with Fury Road, and then we started to do a second story in the third. He says, we've written the script for the second and almost finished the third. We never intended to. They were part of the exploration of the characters. Uh, Miller apparently had those first uh, two flicks, the second of which is reportedly titled Furiosa, uh, planned and even storyboarded about a decade ago. And Bleeding Cool reports that those plans are still the same. I'll watch it. Fantastic. Something in the I don't remember there being a lot of uh mythos Mad Max universe. It was just him surviving is about it. Are we gonna see Boomerang Kid? Uh, Boomerang Kid. He gets killed though, doesn't he? Are we gonna see that creepy pilot with the long face? What's Maybe. his name? Long face? Bruce. No, no, North last space. time I saw him was in The Legend of the Seeker. Yeah, see the last time I saw him was uh, Lord yeah. of the Rings when he was the mouth of Sauron creepiest fucking thing in the whole goddamn series. Nice, that uh, was well done. Series. But it, it was in the, it was cut. The scene was cut. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But it was pretty cool. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. Legend of the Seeker. Yeah, Is check. that in the extended versions? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got it, yeah. Extended version of Return of the King mm-hmm. and Mouth of Sauron comes out and he's got this big giant creepy mouth. That's that dude. Okay. I really wouldn't, they, they originally, they were going to do the mouth sideways. And Jackson too said, "Too much like a vajay." Well, he said that was it was way too creepy. That that like that was a tipping point in creepiness. Hmm. <clears throat> you ever hear that joke? That's why Guillermo del Toro would have been great for the Hobbit. Yeah, it would have been like perfect. So what's <laughs> happening? So, but, but now Peter Jackson is back on it, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it'll be fine. Yeah, of course it will be. You ever hear that joke about the sideways mouth? 
<laughs> you know, I haven't I, heard the joke I, I about think, the sideways. I think Paul man. talks about it all the time. <laughs> Can I hear it, please? Yeah, you, know, you can get Barry to lean over sideways. Can I please and, hear the sideways? Uh, I bet you get other gentlemen to get into your car with that line, but I'm not falling for it. Hey, little boy. You ever hear the joke about the sideways mouth? Fuck, sit on daddy's lap and I'll tell you all about it. Some, some call it theater head, but we're not in a theater. <laughs> no, 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 okay. This guy. Sideways mouth. He goes to a club, right? And he's trying to meet women, except, I mean, he's, he's an all right looking guy, but he's just got this one eye that's made of wood. He lost his eye in an accident or something. Paul's heard this joke. No, I don't know. You don't never heard this joke? He's <laughs> nodding like, okay. He's, he's enjoying okay, the whole got joke process. Go ahead. I pa- got another Paul's one. nodding as if to say, master. man, I've been there. I've been in that club. I've had uh, that wooden eye before. In my life. Right? And so he's got this ugly eye made of wood. It's all brown and splintery. It's nasty. So he goes up to meet women. Hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, would you like to dance? He's like, oh, get away from me. Oh, you're just gross. Uh, get away. Get away. Get away. Right, and so <laughs> uh, he he he's struck strikes out all night, and uh, he finally sees this girl that's sitting all alone in the corner. And I mean, she's got a good-looking body, you know. She looks nice, except she's got a sideways mouth. Her mouth opens up fucking sideways, right? And he's like, "All right, okay, if I can't if I can't get this girl to dance with me, then I'm just a loser." So he goes up to her and he says, "Miss," she says. With her sideways mouth. Yes. Would 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 you would you like to dance? And she says, "Would I?" He says, "Don't call me would I, cunt face." Uh, so I don't know which is more painful, that joke or the ones that Paul's been doing on so, it. So this guy goes to this the one. dirty whorehouse, as opposed to the clean. He goes to the dirty one. Sterile whorehouse. And uh, he comes in, and the madam's there, and she's all old, sitting in her chair. And he's like, you're too late, sonny. All the whores are taken for the evening, I'm afraid. He goes, oh, damn it. I just wanted to get my rocks off. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You can have me for a pretty penny. <laughs> and he says, he says oh, oh, God. I don't know if I'm this desperate. I don't think I want, I mean, you're the madam of this house. You probably got every disease in the world. Why you don't have to put it in my vajayjay? He goes, well, what, you're going to put it in your mouth? That's not any better, really. I'll still get horrible diseases in your mouth. Tell you what, sonny, why don't we try this? Come over here. I'll give you a head like you never had. He goes, okay. He says, give me a dollar. He says, all right. He gives her a dollar. She reaches up into her face and she pulls out one of her eyes. <laughs> this here is a wooden eye. Why don't you go ahead and put that old Johnson right in the socket? <laughs> he goes, what? She says, just do it. <laughs> he does. He does. And, he, and, and he's like, he's like, oh, oh, my God. What an amazingly pleasurable sensation. Her, her lashes are caressing his shaft. And he's like, oh, this is wonderful. Oh. She, she's oh. blinking, on, blinking on his rod. And, <laughs> and giving him a blinky? Yeah, yeah she's giving him a blinky. And he's like, he's like oh, oh, oh. And he can't hold himself together. And he, he you know, loses his business in just a matter of seconds. He's like, oh. And uh, you know she, she's crying his his milky white tear and uh, and she, 
Jesus. That was incredible. That was the most amazing experience of my life sexually. That was truly gratifying. Thank you. Well worth a dollar. (laughs) I'm glad you liked it, hon. You from around these parts? Nope. I'm a traveling salesman. Well, if you come back around, I'll keep an eye out for you. That's where it went. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, the fucking payoff. I think uh, your question's been answered, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> that was the worst. Uh, Boy, they say it's the journey, not the destination. There it is. Oh, that hurts. Ay vey. I think Blinky is funnier. Oh. Really? It's Blinky. It's Blinky. Uh. That's right up Please there, Paul. With, well, you're to... fucked now. I feel like I need to take <laughs> a shower after monkeys. that joke. <laughs> That's my classic. I'll save that for another That's day. That's the classic. That's yeah. That's my, my buddy Aaron. Move. My buddy Aaron remembers those days. You need more sweet joke. tea. Ugh. Ever since Bethesda <laughs> Softworks released oh. Skyrim on November 11th, folks over at Capane, that's C-A-P-A-N-E, have been collecting the in-game books that are available to read within Skyrim and converting them into formats that can be downloaded into e-readers and tablets. Love it. Within the files for the game, the books are all in plain text rather than encoded files. People at Capne saved each book into separate documents, added headings, as well as a table of contents. These files are saved in both EPUB and MOBI formats. EPUB files are for Nook, as well as iPad and MOBI is used for the Amazon Kindle. Capne uh, uh, has made these files available to download if you're interested. I am. And that's all I got. Did you download them yet for your... Uh... <laughs> I have. I've already, yeah, of course I've already downloaded. You bet I have. Are they better than the last one? One of them is a Choose Your Own Adventure. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yeah, Skyrim books are great this time around. Wow. Oh, Ooh, Choose Your Own Adventure ebook. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that already exists. The Fighting Fantasy game books of the old Steve Jackson round where you had to play with dice yeah. to do those. Those are now available on Kindle. And it, it is... And is it has it, the, it has the dice built into it. Okay. So it will All do right. random that, die rolls wow. for you. Keep a, keep a track of your character sheet wow. and everything. Wow. Within right. Kindle. That, that's, the, that's a good idea, actually. Oh, yeah. I wonder whose job it is to write books for a fake universe <laughs> for, in a video for, game. I love when shit goes meta. And oh, that's huge. There's a lot of books <clears> in that game. I'm still coming across books left and right. Yeah, I love games and games. My favorite is uh, Fable Three, I think it's three, where you uh, jump into like the equivalent of a D and D game. That's oh, that was on. that's the best quest in that game, without oh, yeah. a doubt. That is the best. Uh, look for that in the capital city if you're in uh, Fable Three. I used to play um, Donkey Kong Country Returns. No, the first Donkey Kong Country. Just to get in there, you can unlock original Donkey Kong Arcade. Fun. Mm-hmm. You should play that a lot. Just to play Donkey Kong. That stuff's great. And you're great. Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. You are great com. for listening to this episode. If you're still listening, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, really. You're a wow. real fan. How many of our fans <laughs> in China shut it off by now? <laughs> Email us. We'll give you a blinky. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Paul will give Paul you a will keep an eye out for your email. <laughs> <laughs> and leave out the Asgard. <laughs> and the theater head. So sour. <laughs> so sour. And of course, watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Yeah, and uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing and watching, please send the word out to your friends and family. Destroy their minds with our filthy garbage. <laughs> 
Make sure that you spread the word. We need some more likes on the Facebook page, and we'd love to get some more followers and such. So thank you. Yes, thank and you very much. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, November 30th, don't forget to check on the Science Channel and watch Trek Nation, uh, the documentary put together by Rod Roddenberry. Who, if ah, you, yes. If you watched the show uh, two shows ago, I be, well, episode 83 with the interview with uh, Rod Roddenberry, um, this is the one that we that he was talking about. So uh, check it out. I know it'll be in repeats for a while, but uh, it does premiere on November 30th. So check it out. And if you live in Vegas, fuck that. TiVo it. Go play uh, Munchkin in the tournament in Comic Oasis. Munchkin tournament. Yep. Munchkin tournament tournament at Comic Oasis. It's on uh, Cheyenne and Rainbow. All right. And until next week, I am Master Dorgo. I am Dr. Villard. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. Uh, Talk to you next week, folks. Yeah. I'm done reading. I can't read anymore. Go to rubberwang.com. No reading. Keep an eye out. For <laughs> big things are happening. You'll see. You'll see the artwork that Paul created tonight. You but you'll see it in two dimensions. And don't forget you know, to put the key in the cake. So Barry, oh, since, cake, since your uh, Star Wars cabinet will never make it to uh, fuck to you, it's going with me. <laughs> if that's if that's the only thing that's going with me, I don't think that. it'll survive intact. Yes, it will. You hope it'll be, it'll be fine. We'll take it out. This force is strong with that one. The party gummy bear. It's very heavy. It's very delicious. And best of all, it's very real. Order your 26-pound, 32,000-calorie party bear with 34-fluid-ounce tummy today at Vat19.com. Vat19.com.